Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. And today, we got a Q&A. You say that like, I'm only with you just today. And today, with me. I know. I, I said <laughs> Along with every normal. other time. Sometimes, like, if we take, I mean, it's been a few days. Yeah. I know, we, last time we recorded, it was last, last week, Friday or some shit, yeah. Thursday. When it's been multiple days in a row, sometimes I literally forget yeah. what and how to say. It's, I think it's because we record so much. Yeah. And, and so it's many like different things, yeah. too. Like, what are we doing right now? Yeah. Especially now that we're adding in shorts and those kind of things and stuff. So, um, which by the time this airs out, those should be cranking out. So, if you haven't, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. What is it? YouTube.com slash Cody McBroom1, I think. Yep. Uh, we'll put that in the description. But uh, we've been filming shorts on uh, just on a rampage with those things, just cranking them out. I'm excited for the team content to come out too. We shot a bunch of team content while we were in Austin. Um, shit, let me think. Okay, so so this airs. When does this air? Do you have that? Uh, on top of your head? I believe next Wednesday. Okay, this coming Wednesday. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, as you're listening to this, I am on week one. So I just want to touch on the tailored yeah. transformation thing real quick. Um, you may have already seen this by now because I would have posted the video on Instagram, which is a really dope Brady Bunch style <laughs> video. Shout out to Ariel. That was her idea. Yeah, um, absolutely. But basically, while we were there, I, I I kind of already. I mean, I had already planned on throwing everybody. Uh, in the fire, so to speak, because I wanted it to be a team thing. But I basically was like, hey, like, I'm going to be j- diving into a cut because we are, I think I said 117 days away from summer when I was talking to the team. So we're under that now as you're listening to this. Um, and that's assuming your summer starts the first week of June. I know over here it's not always beautiful. But realistically, when we think about it, like, that's when people are finally, there's weddings and camping and yeah. barbecues. Like, shit's starting. It's June. It's basically summer. Summer break, I think, is a, either just started or about to start for kids. Um, and that means we're really close to summer. And the reality is, is if you wait until the sun's poking out and the warmth starts coming to be like, oh shit, I need to get in shape because it's summer. You are too late. Like you're too late. So I started thinking about this for myself. And then I was like, you know what? I think it would be really powerful for our current members and, and the people who listen to the podcast, watch us on Instagram, all that stuff. If they not only saw me do it because we were planning on documenting it, right? Like we are, I'm starting next week through my primer phase as we're recording this. So while you're listening to this, I'm in my primer phase right now, which is kind of like the feeder week to kind of just control the variables, get used to where my new maintenance is at, get back to like tracking more meticulously, starting my new training program, which you can actually jump into as well. And, uh, and then the week after that, I'll like really go into a deficit. But we wanted to film it and kind of vlog it on YouTube so you guys can see the process of me over the next 12 weeks, my goal uh, of losing about seven pounds is what I predict of body fat. And I kind of threw it out to the team. Like we should all do this. Yeah. Now the reality is, is I can't stand up here and assume that every single person on the team wants to lose the same amount of body fat or has the same goal period. And that's exactly how our clients are as well. And it's also why we don't do group stuff. We're not doing a group challenge. We never have, never will, because if we're going to throw out like group diets or group training programs and stuff like that, it gets very difficult to individualize anything. Now, we can all use a, a training program because we can make small minor adjustments depending on the equipment we have, stuff like that. But a diet, man, like in, in the goal specifically, how much fat to lose, how fast to lose that fat, if we're even losing fat, diet breaks, refeeds, it's all so individual. So as I kind of started going around of like, let's use this as a way to motivate ourselves, do it together, and then also motivate our clients and stuff, 
I want to know everybody's goal and I want to push you to publicly say what your goal is. And it was cool because we have some people on the team that just want to balance and, and fix their hormones. We have some people that are after muscle growth. We have a couple people who are going into bikini prep. One that has done preps before. One, Hallie, who has never done a prep before. We have a female that wants to build muscle. We have a male that wants to build muscle. Like it's very all around. Like yeah. you'll be in, in rehab mode, yep. you know, post-surgery for your knee, trying to get that in order. Um, and it, it's just like a really cool vibe. So we decided to put this video together and then kind of put it out there to our clients. If, if they needed the extra motivation, they want to join. Exactly. And, and we called it the Taylor transformation. Shout out to Nick. He's pretty good at coming Dude. up with names. <laughs> I feel like he's, he's not, that's not the first time he's come no. up with the name for us. Absolutely. It's not. <laughs> So he came up with the Taylor transformation because of the nature of what we do and, and the way this like quote unquote challenge would be. Um, and we wanted to throw it out there for people. Like if you want to join, I actually just got off the phone with somebody today that is like saw it and was ready and got on the phone with them and he's, he's all in. Um, it's just like an extra motivation, you yep. know? And I just wrote the first newsletter that went out yesterday. So this is like, as we're recording this, people are already jumping onto it. Um, and we want to help people do this at the right time. So by summer, you are in the body you want, you feel healthy, like you want, whatever your goal is, but you're not waiting too long because right now you could, whether your goal takes 12, 16, or even 20 weeks, you know, three, four or five months, you'll be in the summer. Yep. It's perfect timing. Talk, talk about that newsletter yesterday. Talk about the train over at her. Whoa. Train Heroic. Yeah. So Train Heroic is a, it's a really cool app slash platform. Um, the crazy thing is, is I've had uh, uh, people have been buying the program and I had a few people buy it that I've never, I didn't recognize the names and I went and clicked on it and they're just people. <laughs> like, so like, cause you can go, like the cool thing about Train Heroic is they have a marketplace. So you can go into the marketplace and, and search bodybuilding programs and you can just see hundreds and hundreds of coaches who put out bodybuilding programs and so these people literally have, are searching through as like if you're looking for an app in an app store. Kind yeah, of. yeah, That's yeah. what it looks like. Or if you went to like Apple Music and typed in hip hop, you would just see all these hip hop albums and they purchased the program. So they jumped in, which is really cool. Um, but then there's some people from the newsletter and everything. But essentially what I did is, is I was creating my program that I was going to take myself through for 12 weeks. And I was like, you know what? I haven't dropped a program in the Taylor Trainer for a while because... Uh, we're not letting new people in and we're developing the new app. So I decided like, I'm going to put this program together, which I've kind of hinted at, uh, I believe on the last podcast that aired as this is going out, one of these last ones. Um, and I was like, you know what? There's not everybody who can train five days a week. So let's make a four day option with the same method, same progressive overload tactic, same, uh, exercise selection outside of that fifth day. Um, more of like a regressed version essentially. And then I knew that a big portion of audience is women. So I was like, well, if we're going to do this tailored transformation thing, and I know there's women jumping on it, let's make a female version. Yeah. So the program I wrote for myself is a five-day upper body specialization. So it's basically like if, if you were to think of what a superhero looks like, this is how I would program for him. Big chest, big shoulders, big back. He trains his legs. He gets it in. But, like, he's, he's stacked up top. Like, it's an upper body kind of thing. Um, two days of legs, three days of upper body, high frequency, hitting all the muscles. But there's definitely an emphasis on the shoulders, traps, and arms because those are kind of like the male physique parts that we want to accentuate. Um, if you think about wearing, like, a, a nice shirt, if those muscles are defined and popping out, like, that's what's going to show through a shirt most. So I designed it that way. And then the, the four-day is just, uh, it, again, it's just less volume. So it's a four-day version of it. The females is the opposite. It emphasizes glutes more than anything. So it's a four or five day plan. The four day plan is an upper, lower, upper, lower. But the way it's set up is that the the second upper day still has glutes in it. Mm. So it's basically like Monday, Tuesday is lower, upper. And then it would be Thursday, uh, lower. 
and then Saturday. So you have a full day between the, the, the Thursday lower and the Saturday upper because that upper body day actually has glutes in it as well. Yeah. So that way we can hit the glutes three times uh, in that single week. But the five day is just lower, upper, lower, upper, lower. Just like the males is upper, lower, upper, lower, upper. So it's just switching the emphasis because the female physique is typically after glutes, abs, uh, lower back, that kind of area, hamstrings. So it's catered to that. And, uh, and again, they're all 12 weeks. Um, you can get them in Train Heroic. If you are currently in the tailored trainer or you are a nutrition client of any of my coaches, feel free to email me, Cody at tailoredcoachingmethod.com. You can get a coupon code for 50% off. So I'm uh, basically dropping the price in half for anybody who's already a member. So if you are working with us already, um, you can do that. Now, if you want to jump in on the tailored transformation and you want to use the next three, four or five months to accomplish your summer body, your summer result, and you want to uh, really maximize it, you're probably going to want to do both training and nutrition, right? Like, because you can't just train your way to the body. You got to diet. It's, it's a big piece of it. Um, but if you want both, don't buy the program until you sign up for coaching. You can click the other button in the description or head to tailoredcoachingmethod.com and just click the big yellow button on the homepage. Sign up for a coaching call and just mention to the coach. Once you sign up for coaching, you instantly get access to that 50% discount. And again, this is a 12-week program. It's 97 bucks for three entire months of training. And if you are already working with us in the tailor trainer or um, as a, a nutrition client, then you knock that in half. So it's like 40 something bucks um, uh, for three months of training designed from me. And, and I've taken like quite a while to actually, I mean, you know, how long I've been yeah. working on this because I've wrote a block, tested, tweaked, played with it it's last even, fall. Yeah. Even some of the, uh, the exercises that aren't in mind because they're like, honestly, they're like more booty building exercise for women. Yeah. I, tried them all we were doing videos of all these different glute exercises yeah. that i've been playing with so the program's really good but i wanted to make it super cheap simply because uh, i'm doing it purely because the delay of the tailor trainer so if you've been waiting for a program this is it this is like the program that i would design and, and for those who are in the tailor trainer it is called uh the power builder or the female physique there's programs in the tailor trainer called those things these are completely different I called them that because I don't like calling things weird names. Like you go on like trainer Oak and you'll see like uh booty bomb three. Like, it's just like stupid extra. Like, I don't know. Like, or like the thing I used to like about John Meadows, he was really into comic books and he would title them after like these villains in these comic books. So like the, like there was right even like heroes, right? Like there was like the He-Man program and it was cool. Cause it's like, okay, you're naming after different characters. But sometimes you see these names and you're just like, what does that even mean? Yeah. So I'm just like, look, female physique. If you want to build the ideal female physique, that is for you. There's female physique and female physique 2.0. 2.0 is a five-day progression for a more intermediate advanced. Four-day uh, is, is not the 2.0. That is for more of a, a beginner intermediate. And that's the same thing with the power builder. It's just the male version. So, um, again, if, if you're a member, hit, hit me up, Cody at tailoredcoachingmethod.com, or you can reach out to your coach if you want to jump into it and start the tailored transformation with us. If you are not a member, Sign up for coaching first, and then we'll give you the discount code uh, because uh, you can use the program and you will build your physique. But I'm telling you, if you combine our nutrition coaching with that, like you're going to be living in the body you want by the oh, summer. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is the time now. We got hundred something days until summer, which is crazy, man. It feels like it's going quick. I know in Washington, it doesn't really feel like much of when a When you think about either. days, man, it's going to go so fast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. We, uh, this will be a Q and a episode. So let's get into a few different questions here. We got one starting coming from Aurora. It is about progressive overload. It says, I have two questions. The main method, uh, the main method of progressive overload. I know, 
I know of is a double progression method. You, cho- you choose a rep range and a weight, then keep using that same weight until you reach the top of the rep range. Once you reach the top of the rep range, you go up in weight and start again. But this means that each time that you go up in weight, uh, but each time you go up in weight but start at lower reps, your volume goes down. An example of doing 8 to 12 reps at 100, 100 pounds, 8 reps times 100 pounds equals 812 reps. Uh, no. t- 8 times. 8 reps times 100 pounds, 812 reps times 100 pounds. That's very confusing. No. So uh, I read it too, so I, I know what she's saying here. Um, and I think she's uh, she liked that. This is the girl I, I made the Sleeping Beauty comment about. Remember Aurora? Like my oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like dropping a bunch of questions. Let's go. Um, shout out to Aurora. So basically uh, eight times 100. So eight reps times 100 pounds of like dumbbells or whatever equals 800 pounds. If you do 12 reps oh, at go. 100 pounds, it equals 1,200 pounds. Yep. So if you're doing eight reps at uh, 100 pounds and it equals that, and then you get all the way to 12 and you're doing 1,200 pounds, What's the progression there if you're doing an 8 to 12 rep range? You go back God, down yeah. to 8 reps and you do 105 pounds. But if you do 105 pounds times 8 reps, she said what it is. It's uh, uh, 840. 840, which is less than 1,200. So if you just did 12 reps at 100 pounds and you got 1,200 total pounds of weight moved, which is total volume, and then you go, you progress, quote unquote, like you're supposed to, technically you're going down. So she kind of mentioned like, is this right? Basically, you you're deloading your volume. Yeah, you're deloading your volume, but your intensity goes up, obviously, because your weight goes up. Um, and I understand that it can be, it's actually a really good question because it can be kind of confusing. So, a, a double progression method is a really good way to progress your training if your goal is hypertrophy. But it sounds counterintuitive once you're successful because if you're doing, I usually don't do as big of a window as eight to 12, personally. I, I usually go two reps, so eight to 10, 12, maybe three, like 12 to 15. So, I'm usually like uh, three to five, six to eight, eight to 10, 12 to 15 and then like 15 to 20 at the top range. And as you get higher in reps, the rep range gap does increase because if you're in the 12 to 15 or 15 to 20 rep range, typically the only thing that's going to stop you is metabolic fatigue and too much lactate like accumulation. So you get that crazy pump and you can't get through that. Um, you're not buffering lactate fast enough versus six to eight. It's, it's just like, it's just heavy, yeah. you know? Um, but point being is, yeah, you, you're technically your volume drops on that, but there's, there's more to it than just numbers. And essentially if you stay in number one, if you stay in the eight to 10 instead of the eight to 12, it'll be a bigger or less of a gap. So yeah. you won't be all the way up to 1200 and then back to 840. You'd be at like a uh, hundred times you'd be at a thousand and then back to 840. So it's a, uh, instead of a 400 pound total volume drop, it's a 200 pound, maybe 150. So because of that, you're not going to see as big of a swing, which is good. Um, the other thing is that when you go up in load, time under tension and the actual stress placed on the muscle and the stimulus that you are putting your muscle under in that moment does increase in intensity and numbers can't really tell you that they can, but it's going to get confusing if you look at total volume being lower. And the reason I can, I can, I mean, there's two things here. One, the, the backing behind that essentially is like it's it's intensity based it's neurological based so your nervous system is under more load your nervous system is firing harder to to basically handle that load which means you're going to recruit more motor units and muscle fibers and those things do lead to more muscle growth not just volume leads to more muscle growth um 
The other thing is that there's actually a study on reverse linear periodization and it's not double progression. So I can't like directly say that's a causation, but it is a correlation and it makes sense if you think about it like this. So reverse linear, so linear progression would be this. If I go from 10 reps week one to eight reps to six reps to four reps back to 10 reps each week, I'm lowering volume, increasing intensity. So they, they did a study on this to show basically you build more muscle over time because as the reps lower the weight goes up i don't know what the math is on the exact total volume because it depends on how much weight you're lifting but they showed more muscle growth in that versus a reverse linear now i don't know if this is the only study on reverse linear but it's enough to say that at best they're they're equal not negative on one side because if we have reverse linear periodization, which would be instead of me going 10 reps, 8 reps, 6 reps, lowering reps and going heavier, I reverse that and I go 6 reps, 8 reps, 10 reps, and I actually decrease the load while my reps go up. And as I do that, total volume was increased. This is why the study was really confusing to me and was not what I was expecting to see. Because if we go from 6 reps to 8 reps to 10 reps, even if I go from 100 to 90 to 80 pounds i'm lowering my weight my total volume is greater because i'm doing more reps of it and they show the math on this whereas on a linear the total volume is lower but the load goes up gotcha so it's the opposite if you think volume is the only thing that matters which for the most part like that's what most research shows you would assume that that's the case but it did not show that it actually showed worse results so the only thing that i can really point to would be that when we go heavier with less volume, we are having a more neurological dominance. We're placing more stress under the muscle per rep because we're lifting a heavier load. And um, I think that we're going to probably, and I mean, I don't think, I know you're going to record more motor units and muscle fibers, and they call this high threshold motor units, but you're essentially building more type two muscle fibers, fast twitch fibers that are denser, that are stronger, that are bigger. Um, so most likely it's it's just a matter of that's just the body's going to adapt when more load is placed under. It's the same reason why a lot of people, as they get more advanced, they actually do lower and lower and lower volume because as they get more advanced, they get better at recruiting the muscle fibers and motor units and they get stronger. So every rep they do is with a heavier load and they're creating more tension because they're more skilled at the exercise. So even though volume's lower, they're getting more bang for their buck. So I would assume that that's the case with this too. Now, I don't necessarily think that this would work this way with something like lateral raises or isolation exercises. You need more volume in those, and there's just you can only progress load so far. Um, so my recommendation is to do this with the big movements that you want to build strength in because I think it's important. One, it's proven that it's just as, if not more effective for muscle growth. But two, those lifts aren't there to just accumulate volume. Those lifts are there to build strength and get your body trained to recruit those fast twitch fibers more motor units, so on and so forth, so that when you go do the isolation exercises and you do them with lower volumes, you'll actually be able to build more muscle with them, right? And, and essentially, that's kind of how I program, and it's, it's exactly how those train row programs are too. Like, the way I've always programmed is we have a couple exercises, one to two exercises per session that are made to build strength, recruit the fast twitch fibers, train your nervous system. You're still going to build muscle, and they're still in the higher volume range. We're not going, like, sets of one to three but we're trying to lift heavy and put your muscles under a maximum amount of tension and load. Then we move into isolation and accessory exercises that, that focus on isolating a single muscle in increasing volume into the eight, 12, 15, 20 rep range to get kind of get a pump and so on and so forth. Um, and, and I always recommend that smaller window of like eight to 10, two reps, because you can change our exercises faster. 
if you do a window of eight to 12, it might take you fucking eight weeks, 10 yeah. weeks before you get all the way to 12 with the same load, especially if you're doing something like a bench or a squat, right? Um, I like changing exercise more frequently. And what I've noticed most with most of my uh, clients is that four to six window has actually been the best. I personally like three weeks. The new program that I wrote is four weeks. It's, it's three weeks of progression, one deload, and then rinse and repeat. So you got three blocks throughout the 12 weeks. Um, but for a lot of people, three weeks can be too quick. So some of the exercises need to change, especially if they have a higher skill level. So even in that program, you'll see some of the same exercises in block two, the one, but at least half of them change because the skill required to do a dumbbell curl versus the skill required to do a sumo deadlift are on completely different levels. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, I really good question. I think that, uh, it does get confusing and it seems counterintuitive, but the research shows and it's not, and that, that would be my best, um, prediction as to why totally. essentially yeah all right cool we uh actually aurora has a second question is what other methods of progressive overload are there you kind of yeah i kind of already said that i mean yeah. there's really just linear uh there reverse linear is a method so there's there's you know even though i said that linear has been proven to be better it all depends you know there's different situations where different things are better um so i would say uh linear reverse linear double progression method uh and then just good old fashioned progression. Like, I mean, it, progression is anything that's increased. So the only like methods are linear, reverse linear and double progression. Um, because those are the only ones that you're, you're changing the reps and the sets week to week in order to accumulate more volume or more load. But if you're just doing five sets of five every week and you can just do more weight next week, like you do five sets of five at 100, five sets of five at 105, five sets of five at 110, which is more of like a beginner progression model because they progress really quickly, but that's a progression model. Um, if you're just adding reps, that's progressing by reps. If you're adding sets, that's progressing by sets. If you're adding, uh, you can progress by tempo. So maybe you can't add reps or weight and you add a slow negative or a, a long pause at the bottom. You're creating more tension. It's via time. So it's timed progression. Um, you can, uh, that would be, I would put tempo in that category as well. So, so tempo and time are kind of together, but time progression is another one. Um, you can do uh, range of motion progression. So maybe you start with a split squat and then you go to a front foot elevated split squat and then both feet elevated split squat and then a Bulgarian split squat where your back foot's elevated higher and then a Bulgarian split squat with your front foot elevated. You know, like you just keep adding to the range. It's going to increase the range of motion, increase the stretch and the stress placed on the muscle throughout the range. Um, same thing with RDLs. You can do a rack pull and then an RDL and then a deficit RDL. Like there's ways to do it. So, um, yeah, I would say, I mean, really it's, it. I think some people get so specific but realistically is what you did this week harder and pushing you to grow in some capacity compared to last week that's progression amen all right uh next one is going to come from greg car uh what are the best five-day training splits to maximize muscle muscle growth muscle muscle <laughs> muscle growth um so i i personally actually believe that I think a five-day uh, split is actually, for a lot of people, better than a six-day split. Now, I do like six-day splits, and I've actually talked to a couple of people who I've worked with that said they got their best gains in a six-day split. And I will even say that I probably got my best gains in a six-day split. However, I think that a six-day split is so taxing, you can only do it for so long. So if you truly do a like a push-pull-legs split right with a lot of volume, you can only do it for so long before you really start to run yourself down. 
Um, and I was in a surplus. So I think if you're in a surplus, you can push it. But otherwise, if you're like in a small surplus, if you're not super advanced, if you are a beginner, um, or you're trying to gain at maintenance, I think a five day split is great. And it just allows you to specialize more. So typically, it's easier for people to schedule first and foremost. But Secondly, it allows us to go, okay, like if we don't want to spend six days in the gym and we want to just make sure our recovery is optimal and we want to maintain our lifestyle without being in the gym, again, six days a week, it's a lot of time. What are the most important muscles to us? And that's kind of what I did with this, not to keep bringing up the trainer rope program, but I've worked with thousands of people now, many men that I've worked with, they're just, that I know what they want. They're like, look, I don't want to skip leg day, but I want bigger arms, bigger shoulders. I want bigger traps. So when you see me from behind, my shoulders and traps look big and I want my arms to be jacked. Cool. And you want to be lean typically. Okay. Worked with a lot of women. They want a flat stomach and a big butt. Nice legs would be a second thing that I hear a lot, but that's usually the common thing, right? So um, a five day split is nice because you can essentially create a balanced, uh, the way I like to do it is create a balanced four day split, upper, lower, and then you just cater the fifth day to the body parts they want to train. So if it is primarily upper body, you can just have a fifth upper body, a fifth day that's an upper body day. If it is mainly lower body, you can have a fifth day that's lower body. If it's just like you just want it to be balanced, you could have a fifth day that's full body, literally. Or you're not even doing an upper lower split at that point. You would go upper lower push pull legs. Or for women, you can even do lower upper push pull legs. Um, I'm sorry, lower upper legs push pull. And the reason I do that is because I'll go lower upper lower push and then pull has deadlifts hip thrusts glutes something on the end so we're still hitting the glutes three days a week um, which i find very effective for building glutes like there's with glutes not to go on a glute tangent but there's there's only certain things your hips do from a movement perspective that are going to work the glutes right hip extension hip flexion if you want to stretch hip external rotation hip abduction so on and so forth so with three days, you can kind of maximize one to two of those movement patterns on each of those days. And so instead of doing one day of glutes where you're doing a million different things with your hips, which would probably overwork the joint, we have it spread out throughout the week really easily. Um, and same thing with for guys. For guys, I like an upper, lower, push, pull legs, or uh, like what I'm doing and what's in the trainer oak, upper, lower, upper, lower, upper. So you just have three upper body days. And what this allows you to do is basically pick the main parts of your upper body that you want to build and hit those three times a week and then sprinkle in the rest. So... For me, it's, it's a lot of upper back, shoulders, and arms. So I'm able to kind of hit those throughout the week without just annihilating my elbows or shoulders yeah. by doing a ton of volume on those on one single day, but rather I spread them out evenly. Um, so yeah, I think the best splits are probably between, for men, uh, upper, lower, push-pull legs, or three upper, two lower days. Um, for women, I would say lower, upper, legs, push-pull with some extra glutes on that sick, or that fifth day, the pull day. So you're doing glutes and back, basically. Um, and then, uh, lower, upper, lower, upper, lower, which is actually the program, the split I have. So this is a good example. Um, Ariel, she's getting ready to compete. And so we've been in a gaining phase. I've been doing her, I don't do her diet or posing, obviously anything like that, just her training. And when she's been on a lower, upper, lower, upper, lower split. So we have two days of upper body just to you know work on it, but we don't need to develop the upper body too much. She's a bikini competitor. And we have three days where we can basically just hammer her glutes and her hamstrings. Cause that's what she needed to develop. Um, and then her husband is in a surplus, just spending the next year trying to put on as much muscle as he can. He's on a push pull leg split. And what I did is I, I, I did push pull legs two times. So it's push pull legs, push pull legs, but I actually sprinkled in some extra chest work on one of his leg days so that he's hitting his chest three times a week. Cause that's one of the body parts he really needed to bring up and it's an easy way to do it. Yeah. You know? So, um, regardless, I think like if you want to maximize muscle growth, you almost have to kind of t- play with and tweak the general splits you hear of because they're never going to be cookie cutter perfect to getting the amount of volume you need in the specific areas you need it. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
Totally cool. All right, we will go to the last question. It is from Dusty Ruger. It says, "What are your short and long term training and nutrition goals right now? Say four weeks and four months." It's a good one, seeing how we brought up the tape transformation. Um, also, I, I mean. Dusty Ruger sounds like a fun person to hang out with. Yeah, totally. It just sounds like a name. Like, you want to hang out <laughs> with the same thing. Dusty Ruger. Sounds like a party. Um, all right. What are my goals? Four weeks and four months. So, uh, four months, obviously. Uh, I mean, actually, hold on. Let's see this. So, it's February now. March, April, May, June. Ah, never mind. July. I was going to say four months will be uh, my birthday. So, my goal by my birthday. But that's a little bit further. Um I want to like basically four months from now, I want to be pretty damn, pretty damn fucking lean. And my goal is uh, 12 weeks. And then, uh, but I would probably add, I mean, I'm going to be in Disneyland for What's your tra- uh, a week. transformation goal. Uh, seven pounds fat. If I lose seven pounds, I mean, I, I'll admit this. It might change by month by Monday when I start it. Cause we're recording this before I actually start my week first week. And I only say that because, uh, I drank a few nights while we were at the team retreat, which I usually don't do during the week. And, uh, I ate that whole bag of pretzels in my room. Every night I was just snacking on that. I can't, dude, I can't get away from those pretzels. They're so fucking good. It's a good snack to have. It's a whole grain, it's a little fat, but I just, dude, they're so good. Yeah. Like those little crispy ones. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm probably gonna, uh, I mean, I'll probably eat good this weekend. I won't watch the Super Bowl, but I'll eat like it. <laughs> um, so we'll see where I'm at. But my goal was seven pounds because uh, last time I weighed myself, that would put me at about 165. If I get below 165, I think I'm unsustainably lean. Um, in between like 165 and 167 is when I'm like really lean. I feel really good and confident, but I think it's more sustainable, but I'm excited too, because like, I think, so in the next four weeks, basically I just want to have a successful kickoff. So in four weeks I'll be in Disneyland. And so my goal is to be like tightened up, dialed in, film multiple episodes of the vlog, really be sharing it publicly. Cause I want to use this time to also motivate people. So get a lot out of it and, and really just have a good productive start, have a little diet break for a few days while I'm in Disneyland and then come right back to it. Um, and that would be literally exactly four weeks. Cause I'll be honestly returning from Disneyland in four weeks from now. Um, but the, uh, and honestly, Disneyland actually has pretty healthy food. Now you can get away with eating yeah. decent and I don't eat candy and shit, so it should be fine. Uh, but four months, I just want to be really at a place where I can accomplish the cut, check off the box, and then maybe have a couple pounds to gain. I've kind of been doing this. Me and Hallie were talking about this at the retreat, but like the, Nobody wants to do this because if I said, oh, I can get you to sustain a really shredded physique if you give me three years. <laughs> but like basically what I did, I did the photo shoot, right? I got really lean. I put on five pounds afterwards, um, but I said like, that's it. So like I reversed pretty damn high and I didn't dig myself into a hole. I didn't diet so far that I felt like shit. I was pretty damn lean, but I was photo shoot shredded. shredded. So for people listening, that's not stage shredded because when you do a photo shoot, you, you take pictures with the best lighting possible. Yeah. When you're on stage, they're from all angles. It's very unflattering. You're shredded to the gills. So I stopped probably, you know, three to five pounds before that, which is more sustainable, right? So I got there and then I reversed pretty slowly, which people say don't do, but I didn't feel like shit and I wasn't having like binges. So I was like, I'm good to do it. Um, but my calories are higher than they've ever been maintaining. I'm eating like, I track quote unquote 2,700 calories a day, but that doesn't count me snacking on pretzels and here and there and shit like that. So I'm probably close to 3000 calories, which is really high for me. I've been moving a ton, especially with like all the gym stuff and everything facility. Yeah. But I mean, between 27 to 3000 calories, maintaining at about 170 to 172 and I'm still pretty lean. So if I shave down a bit more and then do that again, like my, my thought is like, honestly, 
by the time I'm 35, which is five years from now, I want to be able to like in a healthy manner, sustain a really shredded physique, you know? And I think this is the path to do it. Yeah. I don't really care about getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but if I can cut down and then gain just a little bit instead of a lot, and I can just maintain my muscle each time, I'm probably going to be able to do that. Now that's not a plug for people to say like, Hey, like sign up for coaching for five years and we'll get you there. But if you do it right one time over the course of a year, you actually commit to a year of coaching or six months to get you to your goal and do it right. And then you just have the discipline to do it yourself for the rest of time. Point being is if you do this journey for a year, it'll get easier and you'll understand how to do that. And I think it would actually be accomplishable for a lot of people. Yeah. But like, if we really think about what it would take to, to sustain that for the rest of my life, three, three years is nothing, you know? And I'll, if I do a photo shoot or like not really a photo shoot, but a cut like this, once every year for three years and that's only three to four months out of the year that's not unhealthy yeah it's actually really healthy because a diet creates more autophagy and so if anything i could be like increasing the longevity of my life but that's another story um yeah so i mean that but that's my goal have a good kickoff to the cut document it share it show it to people make sure everybody's getting motivated by it and doing it themselves make the taylor transformation a thing because we've never done it before and, and really kind of lead from the front for my team and then by the end of four months uh be back at that photo shoot physique that i had and put on less afterwards yeah, you know, and just kind of chip away at it. So. That's dope. Yeah. Cool. All right. That is the last question of the day. You want to um, go ahead and go subscribe to the YouTube. We got yeah. a bunch of new content content coming out today. And so we're going to do the vlog series. Yep. Um, we're going to kick that off with a vlog about the gym. I'm excited for that one. Cause I, I want to be really transparent on what it costs to open, how long we've been grinding at this. We're going to pull out. So hopefully some old footage, that you guys apparently watched as soon as I left when you guys were having some drinks, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> cracking up over me in 2015, you know, hustling at the fitness game and everything. So, um, but we're going to put out some cool stuff and I'm going to document my, my cut and, and I'm really truly committed. I'm saying this publicly. I'm committed to getting on YouTube and document a lot of it because I know if I don't now, I will regret it in another 10 years of being in this industry, yeah. not seeing that shit public. Like I love it to go review and show my daughter when she's a fucking, when she's 14. Yeah. She's gonna be five next month. Right. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, <laughs> So when she's getting her permit, yeah. I'll show her. But uh, we can listen to the podcast in her car That's while dope. she has a permit. We're still <laughs> going to be going. Yeah. So uh, everybody, we appreciate you guys listening, and we will catch you next time. Yeah.